In our fast-paced world, where political divides, global challenges, and tribal mindsets can dominate our thoughts and conversations, it's easy to lose sight of the fundamental need for self-care and emotional well-being. Amid the hustle and bustle of the business of people, we often neglect the most critical aspects of our lives: ourselves. This is why we've chosen to explore three simple yet profound questions. Number one: What is bringing you happiness and joy? Number two: What are you grateful for? And number three: Who and what do you love? And welcome to the Leadership Vision Podcast, our show helping team leaders build positive team culture. Our consulting firm has spent 25 years investing in teams so that people are mentally engaged and emotionally healthy. Hello, everyone. I'm your host Nathan Freeberg, and today in the podcast, Brian Schubring and I will be sharing a practice with you that we use with almost all of our coaching clients. It helps these leaders and us slow down and look around before engaging in our demanding roles of leading others. Now, the noise of the internal and external world sometimes can be just absolutely deafening, and so these questions serve as anchors to our our inner selves. They invite us to pause, reflect, and reconnect with the core values and emotions that truly matter. It's a practice of mindfulness, a conscious act of self-care that transcends the noise and the chaos, providing us with a precious opportunity to rediscover our emotional balance. By dedicating time to answer these three questions, we start a journey towards self-awareness and emotional and intellectual resilience. We acknowledge that amidst the global complexities and societal pressures, our mental and emotional well-being remains paramount. Now, pause and reflect on that for a moment. These questions that Brian and I spent some time answering recently are a reminder that in navigating relationships, responsibilities, and the world at large, taking care of ourselves is not just a luxury or a weekend activity, but an essential act of self-preservation and ultimately leadership. So join us in exploring the transformative power of these three questions as we navigate the intricate dance of life, rediscover our joy, express gratitude, and celebrate the love that sustains us. How's that? That was good. Sweet. I like. See, I like how you do that because I think that there. I think because there are podcasts that I listen to. Yeah. That do a great setup. Hmm. Like yeah. on being, like she does a great totally. job setting she it up. She does a very good job. Yeah. Because yeah. you feel, and she's clergy, right? So yes. she gives like a little sermon or whatever it is. And I think that sometimes. That's yeah, sometimes, true. Well, think about it. Like, just yeah. think about what she does. And then there are those mindfulness practices where the person speaking mm-hmm. is giving some kind of background on why this is important before they enter into right. the practice. And I, and I just think that when we come to... When, when we choose to spend time focused on ourselves, I believe some of the best ways that we can invest in our own development is by asking and answering questions of ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's almost this way that we can care for ourselves by letting us reflect and respond on what really matters without anyone else influencing our answers mm-hmm. or any other distractions that often come if we're trying to do this with other people. 
And so when we think about mindfulness practices and things that can be done by ourselves, these three questions are questions that we truly could spend time you know, reflecting and answering for ourselves, jotting the answers down, going back to it at some other time and sharing with other people just to remind ourselves of like what, what you just said, Nathan, the things that mm. anchor us into our present reality. And as I often illustrate with people that I talk to is the reason why I practice things that are caring for who I am as a person is because I believe that that practice is giving me the space and the permission to drive my roots deeper and deeper mm -hmm. into that which I, I believe so that my branches can extend further and further as I'm being asked for care and for compassion of other people mm -hmm. as I live out my daily life. So I think that there's always time or that we can always make time to pause, ask ourselves some questions, and then listen to how it is that we are responding. Yeah, lis listening to the answers, I think, is key in that. Our we going to do this for real? Yeah, Nathan. I do you... <laughs> I just have this imagination, Nathan, that oh boy. you and I are like sitting at our kitchen table like we do. With coffee. Um, I have coffee. I have coffee too. Have... Okay, let's. But, you know, to, to make this, you know, it's like I also need to have you like with your plate with a, with your eggs and with the salad on and, top yeah, of the eggs totally. and then the peanut butter and jelly greens, toast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I get... Like 50% of my daily calories from breakfast usually. I think that's true. <laughs> yeah, me too. Since it's I've good. learned what breakfast really is. Exactly. you helped me realize like, exactly. you know, Brian, if you don't want to feel so tired by 11 a.m. <laughs> you have to. Have a well, meal let's, before. You know what? Let's. This is our first one. The first question, what is bringing you happiness and joy? Mm. Breakfast. Mm. Like, And I think I should also say that like, as we answer these, like, it doesn't have to be, and for people maybe doing this at home, it doesn't have to be giant profound things. It's how do you pause and just reflect on that i've had like now that the kids are back in school i've been eating breakfast like as soon as i drop them off coming home hmm. i've had some solid delicious breakfasts that aren't me just like standing over the sink shoveling cereal in and it's <laughs> it's it's kind of amazing to start the day with like actual food sitting at a table you know it only takes 15 or 20 minutes hmm. um but in, until right now i don't think i've really stopped and appreciated how that is a highlight of my day <laughs> Okay, you? well, that's interesting because you know where I have breakfast. And yeah, I do. every morning that I have the opportunity to have breakfast there, I'm going to piggyback on that because there is okay. a happiness and joy that I receive when I sit in the mm. place that I sit. Yeah. Because in that little nook in our kitchen, yep. the sun is rising through those windows. Yeah. And Nathan, as you noticed when you were here last, there's this traffic of birds that are oh, yeah. flying up to the to Linda's terrace to eat. And that to me, it also like brings a smile to my face to see these plump sparrows just sitting on the railing, just looking up with their little heads to see when it was their turn to go invade that feeder. It's just like all this life, the dynamism that's happening outside, that does bring me joy. It's yeah. funny. Um, but well, yeah, I would have to agree. Yeah, I'll piggyback off of that. So all summer... So, so my morning routine, I get up, I'll go in the summertime, go outside to our little back deck area and, you know, read and maybe journal and, and whatever. And in the summertime, it's light much earlier. And so there's this um, murder of crows, because that's what you call a group of crows, um, that chase the squirrels. And it's this really interesting thing that I got to witness, you know, the three months when it was light that early and I was outside. And I there's something weird about like it, 
in my mind, I made up this little story that they were playing with one another and it was like having fun. They weren't like trying to eat each other. And I just, every morning I would just kind of sit there and watch them for a few minutes. I'm like, this is, this is, <laughs> brings a smile to my face. And I'm a little bit missing it now that the sun is coming up later. And so I can't, I can't do that. Um, and I think they're still sleeping anyway, but uh, it's a fun little ritual or was a fun little ritual. Well, I just, for, for me, it's, there's so much that happens in the morning mm -hmm. that I've come to expect to bring me a sense of, of happiness. And there is another thing that I do in the morning. So after I run, I will go paddleboarding in the morning and I will almost always go in the water and paddle east because no matter what time of the year it is, well, obviously apart from the few months of winter, I can't paddleboard. The sun's coming up on that side of the lake. And that to me, that's such a joy filled experience for me to watch the different colors emerging through the clouds, over the trees, whatever season it is, changes the color of the water. And, you know, just the other day, this, this, the warmth of the sun on my body as I was moving east. I just felt so alive, like just so happy and free because that morning it was so quiet on the water. There's just nothing. You could just hear some of the migratory birds passing. I, and that just is such a critical piece of my enjoyment in the morning is that then I feel like I'm ready, like I'm ready for whatever is happening or whatever is going to happen that day. Cause I'm not even thinking about that, but that's such a joy moment for me. Well, and I... I think what you're hitting on, and we're still on question number one, is what's bringing you happiness and joy is for both of us, our morning routine and our morning ritual does that for us and it kind of sets up the day. And what's interesting that I'm, I just realized recently, so we're here recording this at the end of week two of school and my summer morning routine is obviously very different than during the school year. And so I was just the other day kind of reflecting on, I think I'm now settled into that new routine and I really appreciate it because by the time I'm coming back home, it's, you know, 8.15 or whatever, and I've already checked all these things off and it's, it's just like a, I don't know, it just, it just feels good to then, you know, begin the work day or, or whatever I'm doing. And it's, um, today I had this moment where <laughs> I was sitting in the car uh, there was uh, a parent to my left in the left turn lane, a parent to my right in the right lane. We're stopped at a, at a light and we all had coffee and we all had clearly just dropped our kids off and we all just kind of gave each other like this, like a head <laughs> nod, raised our mugs at each other and the three of us across these lanes and then the light changed and we went on. But it was such this moment of, I don't know who these people are. They weren't parents. Oh, That's I think one funny. of them might have been. But it was just this moment of, it brought me so much joy of like, yeah, we're... I'm not the only one who has yeah. had a mad dash out of the house yeah. to get these kids to school. And now it's just like, all right, yeah. let's go. And it was, it was such a, oh, I totally get it. A wonderful little, just a, just, a, just a, such a fleeting moment, but. Well, here are some other things um, that yeah. bring me happiness and joy. Um, our daughter's 23 and throughout the day, we'll get text messages or phone calls from mm -hmm. her. And it, what brings me joy is that we will have, these sarcastic responses to each other and her <laughs> sense of humor that brings uh, me joy. That's um, fun. There's a sense of, of happiness around, um, 
when Linda and I get a chance to like after dinner to just watch something that we're streaming and just yeah. the, like, you know, we've, we've worked, we've been with, with clients, whatever we've done all day, like just the sense of like, mm -hmm. I, I'm happy here. Yeah. Um, which, you know, happiness can be, you know, captured in a routine. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm, and I'm also just happy with the completion of a day. Like there's just some kind of satisfaction and, yeah. and joy that I receive in, you know, having a day well lived. Yeah. Well, I think it sounds kind of cliche, but I really mean it. it. Well, and I think what it, what it is though, is you, you know, we need to probably move on to number two here, but the, <laughs> the, the, just like stopping and pausing in your day, like what brought me happiness and joy today? I mean, mm -hmm. the other day I took my, uh, one of my daughters to get a cavity filled and so they numbed her up. <laughs> and after, the dentist, they always give these kids these little like coins. They can go to this like big, like kind of old school gumball machine yeah. type of a thing. And you can, you know, get some sort of little toy. And so she's turning it and you never know what you're going to get. And out pops this, you know, the poop emoji. <laughs> it's basically like this little, it's kind of like Knowing a bouncy you, ball, Nathan? Yeah, I know but, it's, <laughs> but it's the poop emoji. And so we got it out and we're leaving the dentist and we're kind of, what is that? And you know, she's a little bit like numbed up and she can't quite talk. And the way that she's like, oh, it's, it's a poop bouncy ball. And then we just kind of started giggling because she can't talk white. She's right. She's dro I can't talk. I talk can't talk white. white either. She's drooling a little bit. And it was just <laughs> hysterical as we we're just walking to the car and I brought her back yeah. to school. But I wonder like how many leaders can just like, you know, pause and sort of evaluate every moment of their day. And like, yeah, that was a, just this little moment of joy. So, hmm. um, and maybe that leads into second one of like, what am I grateful for? Sometimes I, I need to remember and be grateful for the interruptions in life because sometimes those interruptions huh. and those in-between times are more valuable or more interesting, not always, but then, you know, what I had planned on my schedule for the day. And so I guess I'll use that one twice is, um, I brought the kids to their annual checkup a couple of weeks ago and they're like, oh, she has to come back for this. I was like, oh, I got to take time up, blah, blah, blah. But it was such a, I'm just grateful for having that little, little moment with her um, before taking her back to school. But so Brian, number two, second question, what are you grateful for? We'll be right back. At Leadership Vision Consulting, we have spent 23 years helping individuals explore the depth and dimension of their personal strengths and have helped hundreds of teams build positive culture. We're excited to now announce our new online membership platform that brings together the resources, community, and motivation that you need to grow your influence and build a positive team culture. Through our courses, workshops, live Q&A sessions, and more, you'll gain the skills and confidence you need to lead effectively. And with our supportive community of like-valued leaders, you'll never feel like you're doing it alone. Visit leadershipvisionconsulting.com slash community to learn more. Well, the, the thing that comes to my mind really quickly here is I'm grateful for where we live. Hmm. And the reason why that stands out now is because I really wanted to move in the spring. <laughs> I mean, I was done living Did you here. really? I didn't know that. Yeah, we looked at some places and whatever, okay. and I was just ready. Move out of Minnesota or just move out for your house? Move out of our house. Okay. Um, and I just kind of... So we did like these couple of days of looking at things, had a realtor, mm. blah, blah, blah. Then, then one day we came home and... You know where we live. We walked out yeah. of our front door, stood on our terrace, and Linda looked across at the water and said, in any of those places we lived, we don't get this. Yeah, totally. And 
I had forgotten. And that's kind of like all that need to be said. We haven't done anything about it since because where we live is represents so much of who we are as people. And I'm grateful for that. And the past two weeks we've had so many people in our house and I'm grateful for the fact that we have somewhere that people can be, they can stay here for a while. They can feel comfortable. We can have meaningful Mm -hmm. conversations. Um, I'm just grateful because you know our house, Nathan. Like there's just something here that it means something to us, and I lost track of that. And being yeah, grateful sometimes is a reminder of why things are important. So I'm grateful for that. How about you? What's the first yeah. thing that comes to your mind? Well, it's funny because we're in kind of a similar thing, a similar situation. We we have a teeny tiny little postage stamp yard, and so every once in a while, when the kids are driving us crazy in the house, we'll like you know pull up the real estate app or whatever and just look for something and you know there's so many houses that are kind of outside of our like our bubble our one to two mile bubble (laughs) where our entire life exists in our house yeah that's true and so uh the girls started soccer recently it's with a bunch of kids from their school and their community and after soccer practice we went out for dinner with the parents and i was like we if we were living way out in one of these places with a giant yard like we wouldn't get the sense of community or we'd have to start over whatever it is. So just being similar to you, like just being grateful for, you know, this house. And really, I think this community is where I was going with that. Hmm. I'm just, yeah. um, you know, walking the kids to school and seeing all the other family. Hey, hey, how you doing? You know, it's just like, it's such mm-hmm. a fun part of, I think our life yeah. that's easy to take for granted in those moments of like, ah, I wish you could just send you outside to a fenced in backyard. We could run around in circles and tie ourselves out and then we mm. <laughs> carry you to bed. Um, so, yeah. and, and maybe that's like an interesting point on this one too, is sometimes it's easy to, neg- like when you're frustrated or upset or something doesn't go right, you kind of throw out the baby with the bathwater to use that metaphor and kind of forget about, yeah, this one thing isn't great, but all these other things are very yeah. good and wonderful. So, yeah, I'm, um, I'm grateful for recent friendships that are emerging. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We've been meeting a lot of people that are slowly becoming friends of ours. Hmm. Um, there are people that we're knowing better. Hmm. Um, and I'm just grateful for those friendships. I'm grateful for yeah. the chance to teach at Lifetime Fitness. I've just been teaching hmm. them for decades. And I'm just grateful for the opportunity to help people be healthy and to be in a place where that matters and to be, and I'm grateful for my boss. Uh, she's Mm. amazing. (laughs) And I just think that we have a great relationship and I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful that I have, um, people that know me and care for me that, you know, ask me Mm. how I'm doing. That's really meaningful because there are times where I can feel really isolated and alone and to have people that I feel genuinely care, like I'm truly, truly grateful for that. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. I also would add, I'm grateful for, I've got a, a really good uh, dad buddy who we have kids the same age and we'll text each other whenever we're like, our kids do something crazy or we're frustrated about something, which is kind of like this fun, like release valve. Hmm. But then we'll also text each other like when our kids do something great. Like my son last night, I was like, I need you to take all four of these lunch boxes out to the garage. And then these boxes have to, or not boxes, these, these, uh, we had some leftover sparkling water cans that we didn't drink for dinner. I need you to take these all back out. It's probably gonna take you two or three trips. And he went and 
with use like a coat hanger or something made this contraption that he was able to get them all in one trip. It took him way longer than if he would have just done it. But I took a picture and I sent it to my buddy and I was like, I was like, well, the kid's really creative and he solved this problem. And it's just like, it's funny. Huh. Um, and so I'm, I'm grateful for that relationship that there's like, uh, the celebration of the highs and lows of parenting. Cause I think sometimes parenting, you can feel very, uh, kind of isolated or, or whatever. So I'm, I'm grateful for that. Hmm. Um, which I think leads into the third one, who and what are you, no, who and what do you love? Um, might be obvious, but I love my family. I love my children. I love my wife. I love those friends that I mentioned. Um, I think the other thing that I am recently, not recently, but, um, I think just the opportunity and opportunities that I have to do meaningful work with leadership hmm. vision, to be the one that gets to, you know, has the flexibility to take my daughter to the dentist, to pick the kids up from school. I think sometimes it can get really easy to maybe compare or think about, um, you know, the way other people do their life and be like, oh man, these kids drive me crazy. Or I wish I had, you know, eight solid hours in a row without these, you know, kid interruptions or, you know, there's a service guy here. And so I can do well, like whatever hmm. it is, but it is like, um, I do love hmm. that. I do, I do love kind of having, you know, multiple hats that I get to wear. So does that make sense? I was just, this is totally spontaneous. No, it totally does. That's the point, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. Okay, good. Um, what cause do you I love, love Linda. I love, I love when she whispers, I love you. I mm -hmm. love when she hugs me in the kitchen or holds my hand on the couch. I love our daughter. I love when she hugs me back <laughs> when <laughs> she jokes around with back. me as yeah. a young adult. Um, I love when she walks over with her dog. I, mm. I love the moments that we get to share as a family um, with my parents, with Linda's side of the family. Mm. Um, I, I love the chance to get to know extended family members more, which we had a chance yeah. to do lately. I love the times where Linda and I just drive you know, put the top down and just kind of go mm -hmm. drive and not a lot has to be said. There's just an intimacy that comes when we're just, you know, being in the car and being in the sun and just driving mm -hmm. together. I love, I love routines. I love my routines where I can be by myself and write, um, drink hot coffee. <laughs> I love my fitness routines. I love a good workout. I yeah. love being challenged. Hmm. I love the collaboration that I share with people that are trying to really transform people's lives. I love having that kind of purpose. Mm. I love being tested by those I love, you <laughs> know, people that really care for me and, <laughs> you know, don't put up with all my whatever because they love enough to say something. Right. And um, those people, as you know, Nathan, those are, are few for mm -hmm. me in part because I don't let people close and in part, um, I don't give people a chance to talk back. And so I love that. Um, Hmm. I love how I'm alive. I love the color orange. <laughs> and, I, I love that you are just listing things like that song from uh, Sound of Music. Because I, I think sometimes oh, we yeah. forget that. I think sometimes we forget about, you know, raindrops on kittens and however else Raindrops goes, on roses, roses and whiskers and, on kittens. You know, there's something like in there with copper kettles and, and warm woolen mittens. Look at you. I love that you know that. <laughs> 
I want to back up Brown to what paper you... packages tied up with strings. These, These are, a, are few a few of my, of my favorite, favorite things. things. I love it. I want to back up to something you said about when love... the dog bites. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we get it, Julie. You know the words. <laughs> I want to back up to something you said about you love being challenged. Yeah. Uh, I, we're not going to get into it, but we started before we were recording talking about a recent person in my life who was challenging me yeah and or, or a situation where there was a situation that was challenging a situation that was challenging and one person in my life uh, i had a response and one person was like great let's do it another person in my life who i won't mention but lives with me was like ah, i think you could have done better and she was right and i was like ah oh. chloe <laughs> and it's hard yeah and it's hard to like have those moments of challenge but i do I do love that because ultimately that's going to help you grow and help you change and be a better person of influence and, mm -hmm. you know, get your message across. So Brian, do you have any final thoughts? I feel like we could just keep this going forever, listing things as we're grateful for, but any, in, in final thoughts, I mean, like what is, um, maybe just reiterate what we've already said about the importance of this, yeah. but the last word on, and if someone's made it this long in the episode, like why they should take a moment if they weren't doing it while we were listing ours to kind of list out these things either on paper, or just in their head. I just think that my invitation to people with this is maybe like, forget about everything we said. <laughs> just, <laughs> just think about doing the practice, like hmm. just answering the three questions for yourself. Don't feel the need to put any time parameter around hmm. it. Maybe I would just ask you to jot these things down, make a note in your phone, a post-it note, if you write a journal or something, but just keep a, maybe a day where you're just thinking about what brings me happiness? What am I hmm. grateful for? What or who do I love? Huh. Just kind of make a list um, without the pressure to have to complete it by any given time, but to just do that. And if you do that, you will accomplish just being mindfully aware throughout the day. And then the second thing is maybe a little more challenging or a little more vulnerable is then to share that with someone else or have that same conversation with another person, uh, someone that you care for, someone that you love, where you just have a conversation like Nathan and I had today, where there really is no script. You just simply answer the questions and allow the other person, you know, to maybe enlighten some things that you had forgotten that you were grateful for that mm. you just didn't remember brought you joy, like breakfast. <laughs> so that's kind exactly, of what I maybe exactly. would end today with well, is that invitation. Brian, thank you for that. It's always fun to ideate with you. And like you said, just kind of chat without really having much of a script is kind of an idea to go off of. So yeah. thank you for listening to the Leadership Vision Podcast, sharing our expertise in the discovery, practice, and implementation of a strengths-based approach to people, teams, and culture. For more resources about developing your strengths, the strengths of your team, or the strengths of your entire organization, click that link in the show notes or visit us on the web at leadershipvisionconsulting.com. And if you found value in this podcast episode on reflection or any of our other resources, we would love it if you would subscribe to our email newsletter, to our podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, or probably more importantly, that you share this information uh, with someone that you think could benefit from growing deeper in their strengths, from maybe raising the bar on the strengths of their whole team, or maybe helping to, to reshape or recraft the vision of an organization. I'm Nathan Freeberg. And I'm Brian Schubring. And on behalf of our entire team, thanks, thanks for, listening. for listening. And we can stop. Hmm.